0: It's time once again for Sports Sidebar, covering sports for Northeast Ohio, and sometimes even a little outside that area. Sports Sidebar, where we prove that a little knowledge is dangerous, but even less knowledge makes it a little easier to fill an hour. Now on to our hosts, Captain Bill and Dave. And good Tuesday afternoon, everyone, and of course, uh, Captain Bill is still out. Uh, having sitting in with us is, uh, once again, is Tim Davison. Tim, thanks for sitting in. Howdy, howdy, howdy. You know, last week, without him, we, we re-aired a special we did on, uh, on Joe Tate. Oh, Joe and, Tate. And you know, uh, I, while you're here, let mm-hmm. me get a few thoughts about you, about what you thought about the, the amazing Mr. Joe
1: Tate. During my uh, almost 25 years at WAKR, <clears throat> here in Akron, excuse me, I met... Tate three or four times at Station Cavs events, and he was off the air just like he was on, much like Austin Carr of the Cavs. Okay, just great guys, down to earth. If you liked him, you liked on the air; you'd like him in person, and vice versa. He was a wonderful guy, but just salt of the earth and God, what a pro! Probably
0: could do about any sport he wanted to do. He he called the Indians on for television. He called uh, the the. The Cavs for television and for, stand for Joe.
1: radio and Bruce Drennan, by the way. Y- yes, that was. They did not get along.
0: They, they did not. Uh, uh, I, uh, we had uh, interviewed him and he, he just kind of smirked when
1: Bruce Drennan's name came up. He was just more. He considered him more of a buffoon. Well, a lot of people do.
0: Right, but he was entertaining. Oh sure, uh, and, and he's that's still on not, cable. And that's
1: not what Joe was doing there. Uh, and another gentleman who passed away that I used to work with at several radio stations, Les Levine, yeah, yeah wonderful guy. Parkinson's was dead in a year, so every day we're alive folks it's a, it's a wonderful day been lucky. Joe also did football for Mount Union, yeah called football for Mount Union. he certainly wasn't doing it for the money. no, <clears throat> he did it for the love. And yes. alliance. Hey, you know what's funny? I was thinking I was thinking old T V shows. A couple of days ago was the anniversary of the premiere of the Munsters. Oh yes. sixty uh, eight is when I think they debuted on Thursday, whatever that date was, last Thursday of nineteen sixty eight. And it got me to thinking about other TV shows. I thought about the Lone Ranger. Used to be it was he was the only he masked was, man. He was the
0: only masked man. Now was, we're all weird. Yeah, masks. who was that masked man? We say it to everybody now, hopefully. Now it's everybody. You know. <laughs> uh.
1: Yep. God, what a crazy world we're in, folks! It is. Just got to try to be good people and work our way through all this. And one way to do it is by putting up with some sports and well, I tell you, away, it's a great diversion us away from reality, right? I do a lot of reading. Uh, in the, I'm not a football fan as, as I've said before on these shows. Uh, Hope the Browns do great. Akron, you Kent State, Ohio State, wonderful football, but not for me. I, I'm baseball, basketball, and there's only so many games uh, in the off season. So I read a lot. Uh, i 'm reading a book written about ten years ago about Carol King, Joni Mitchell, and Carly Simon, three okay. of the singer songwriters most of us grew up with, so between sports, baseball, basketball, and reading, and taking care of my pets oh, yeah, but, I stay again, busy you, you had a, a history in mm-hmm. radio as well, so yes. you know that, that, over forty I years that. I can understand the, the interest in, in the singers like that singer songwriters. Joni Mitchell was named Joan Anderson. Of Norwegian ancestry, and she grew up in Saskatchewan. In born November ninth, I think it was nineteen forty.
0: No wonder she was so polite. She came up, grew up in Canada. There,
1: huh? Yeah, yeah she was a wild <laughs> child. She was a free love, wild child, but an incredibly talented person. Carly Simon has, you know, she did Anticipation and uh, Your Sylvain, so et cetera. Grew up in a very wealthy family. Simon and Schuster publishing in New York, her or father, in New her England.
0: Father was a, a, a
1: conductor, wasn't he? He was in it too. Yeah. yeah. But they own Simon & Schuster Publishing, terribly shy, hates the tour, still hates the tour, but was a great songwriter. And Carol King wrote with her ex-husband Jerry Goffin some of the greatest rock and roll pop tunes of the 60s. One Fine Day, there was a pop standard in the early 60s. She wrote, there's so many I can't even remember them. Well, her album Tapestry
0: for years and years and years Uh was the top selling album of all time until, by a female artist until well it was at one point it was top period 50 it's
1: 71 so it's and, 50 years and old then, this, and this then, year
0: and then the and then uh michael jackson kind of knocked out So she still probably oh, sure. is the the top female uh, but
1: this is supposed to be about sports but sports and music have a lot of analogies you know they way. do because
0: they incorporate so much into each other and the hype and the, <clears> the, the getting you know the baseball players they all have a song when they come up to bat you got music yep. going in between innings yep. you've got and that's there to
1: keep the crowd moving you know what if your sight challenge that's the one thing sports it helps if you can see you can always listen and imagine but music you can imagine with your mind yeah and you listen with your ears and i just think it's wonderful it's amazing we grew up liking soft rock hard rock Easy listening, a little bit of everything. I like some Frank Sinatra and Tony Bennett songs, and I like some Led Zeppelin songs. Yeah. What a range for people. And a lot of us are like that, those of us that are over 40, let's say. Yes. And, uh, it was don't just forget wonderful. the great
0: folk craze.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, talk about Carly Simon and yes. yeah. James and then, Taylor and, and Joni Mitchell. Yeah. Joan Baez. Uh, Joan Baez was, uh, I'm trying to remember a story about her, and I can't remember it, so I don't want to blow the time. But she was an interesting character. Uh, in pop music history, but uh, you know, there's a lot of fun things. You don't have to listen to the radio, or be social media, or go on TV, the cable news channels. That all they talk about is politics and everybody hating everybody else. Turn that crap off. Yeah, just my opinion, folks. Turn it off and get you know with your family, friends, pets, right? Things you like to do. If you can't, if you're sight challenged, there's audio books. There's other stuff to do with your life to try to be grateful and uh, appreciate what you do have. Yeah. So end of speech. Yep. Hope I didn't offend anybody. But back I, into sports, Maz will be happy. Back into sports. There uh,
0: you go. Uh, the tribe uh, finished their game, <clears throat> their their season last night, and uh, this is Tuesday, so it was last night. Hmm. And uh, the home. I season. was.
1: I was hmm? home. Oh, Okay. There's, On Monday at uh, uh, Monday or whatever the date is, it's a one ten game. Right for but, Kansas City. Right, but that was
0: yesterday. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Uh, and now I was really hoping if they
0: had if they had been able to beat Chicago on Sunday, they would have been had the chance to finish the season to 500.
1: Now yeah, what are you going to do? The the Indians organization likes to call it a retooling. Call it anything you want. It's it's a rebuild. It's just a minor rebuild versus a total teardown. And they've been reducing uh, payroll for eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Well, twenty was a goofy year because of COVID for four years. And you're not going to keep Francisco Lindor and the superstars. They're no. not going to stay in Cleveland. He didn't have a great year, by the way. <clears throat> he, <clears> he certainly didn't like have a 20. And, and he had a hit on Sunday a couple of days ago, and it was a home run. One for four. Because Frankie's swinging for the fences. Because he's trying to justify you $35 know, that, million.
0: That happened to Kenny Lofton for a while. Until he, he, he got
1: back to being what, right. he,
0: what he was. He yeah. said, you know, why you keep swinging for the fences? He said, because they, they don't pay for stolen bases. They pay for home runs. But he got back to the stolen bases and the, the speed
1: and mm-hmm. he went back to being Kenny Lofton. It'll be interesting to see what Frankie does next year because from the people I've talked to <clears throat> who are with the Indians organization, uh, had said he's a wonderful guy. He just, he had to take the money. The union would have never let him not. And that, that because that would have destroyed the careers of other everybody else beneath him, so to speak, in talent. But, uh, I think the Indians as let, let, let's face it, folks, whether you're the Cavs or the Indians or the Browns, this isn't like we were discussing before we started the air. This isn't Miami or LA or Chicago. Free agents don't long to come to Cleveland, Ohio right. or Pittsburgh or Kansas City.
0: If and, they do, it's because of a reputation. If they come, <clears throat> I mean, especially. Now might, in, but now that the Browns have straightened out, you know, Browns have a reputation that people don't mind coming here.
1: Well, and there's just 16 games. Baseball right. well, and basketball but are six still. Months.
0: I mean, on Clowney, last year turned down more money to come to go. He turned down more money, an offer
1: from Cleveland, than he mm-hmm. did to go where he went. But that does not happen in basketball or baseball. For some reason, they want to be the biggest of the big stars. Want to be in the biggest markets, because right. their their salary is minor with the team to the endorsement money. Right. Um, and and uh, just and that's just the reality they, uh, of life. But
0: when you see, especially in basketball, what's the what, do you know what the league minimum is for basketball? Out of curiosity, what,
1: two or three million, something like that. Something
0: like that, yeah. And and you've got people getting paid thirty million dollars a year for basketball.
1: No more than that. More. He, he, one guy turned down it. Was it Westbrook or one of the other guys? What, what's the name? Harden, the guy with the beard. Yeah, turned yeah. down forty million. Turned down. Turned 40 down million. forty million. Yeah, because he wanted more. Hey, that's capitalism. Get what you can get. But my point is, it's hard to be a fan. First of all, congratulations to the Akron Rubber Ducks for winning their league championship. Yep. yep. I was going to get to them, but yeah, sweep three zero sweep. Uh, Akron is clearly the best team in the Indians' uh, four minor league teams. They only have four now uh, because that's what no no major league team has more than four. That's and they've been through
0: a couple of several different managers,
1: but they still well or they had one to- manager. But they've had a lot of player turnover.
0: Right, but I'm, I'm just saying they've had at least two managers. and Not this year. No, 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 not this year, but I'm just oh, saying. Oh, over the years, yeah. Over
1: the years, and yet they still
0: the continue
1: Indians, to excel. Sarba, uh, with uh, an ex-player, became a, a rubber ducks manager, and then he's on the Indians' Francona staff, coaching staff. But the Ducks did great. But uh, I'm losing my train of thought. But anyway, the Indians uh, organization has finally, after tw- two decades, maybe three, really stocked up on significant pitching, especially starters that throw close to 100 miles an hour unheard of, even a couple of lefties and middle infielders. Uh, they're going to have a surplus of players uh, to trade, to package, because we're not going to get free agents that long with their tongues hanging out to come to Cleveland. No. Because they can get the money wherever they go, and if they're going to get $40 million or $30 million a year, they'll get it in L.A., the last time and we Cleveland, major... where would you rather go if you were in that type of business
0: the last major free agent we had was incarcion, that's because we had a uh um, there was a bad, there There's was a bad who was giving money
1: there was a bad market for him and what, we what? we outbid other people to get him oh really okay Encarnacion. good player, but it was in the twilight of his career <laughs> anyway.
0: yeah he did he play what just one year after he left Cleveland one or,
1: one or two years yeah that was it. Uh, I'm trying to remember the ex-Indian player, the slugger, first baseman, that just got a job, uh, a big job, general manager job. Maybe look up Ryan Garko. One of them from 8, 10, 15 years ago just got a job running the team, which which is great. Anyway, about the Indians, they're rebuilding. And obviously they had health problems with their starting pitching and a couple of their position players. But they're probably okay Maybe add one uh, stronger veteran reliever. Between them and the starting rotation, with health, they should be fine next year. With health. The problem is the outfield is a disaster. Thank God in heaven above for Straw, the center fielder they traded for. That we
0: traded for, yeah.
1: Probably the best defensive center fielder the Cleveland Indians have had in 30 years. Uh, Josh Naylor has heard he had that terrible leg collision with with Clement. Right. Uh, Who knows if he'll be back? Jose Ramirez we've got for another couple years for he's a free agent. Bradley looks like, although he has a lot of strikeouts, he has 30 home run power. Reyes, the same thing. The player that plays with such joy, married a Cleveland girl.
0: Jose Ramirez is such a quiet guy. He
1: was considered a utility player. that He'd
0: never be yeah. more than a utility yeah. player. But but uh, think of this. They get he hit. loves being here. He he is, in a sense, the face of this organization. Well, now. For sure. Uh, Absolutely. You, you think there's any way when he, his time is up that we can keep him? No. You don't think he's going to
1: unless something take really a home, changes. A hometown discount to no. stay here. Because I think he'd be under much like Tommy was too, a lot of pressure from the the union. the The contract between Major League Baseball and the Players Association expires after the World Series. In what a month, three weeks, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. And there's going to be some very tough negotiations. A lot of things are on the table, permanent DH for both leagues, and a bunch of other things, financial things. They want to expand I mean, the rosters. Do you, what do you think about that? Um, I don't mind. I don't. I don't long to see a pitcher pit. You know you
0: what? Know, I always kind of liked it. Plus, I I like the tradition of it, and I like. Don't mind it, it either. But way. the fact is, every day we're playing cross league games. If we're doing that every day, if we were just doing it for the All-Star game and for... your uh, pitches for the, once a week. Y- yeah.
1: And you can never get your timing down.
0: But I, I, it's I like just, a utility I, I just hitter. think if, if everybody's... If, every, if they're playing each other every day, we need to play by the same rules. That's, that's the agree. bottom line.
1: So either have it every one place, have it both places, or, or neither.
0: Yeah, and I it's not going to be neither. Because, like you said, the Player Association is not going to ever let that happen.
1: I think if they agree to expand the roster to 20, from 25 to 26 and 27 permanently, I think you might get a vote on that. Uh, there's a lot of things about money. There's still the push for salary cap, revenue sharing. There's this thing, that got the uh, proposal the owners put out in the media a few weeks ago, $100 million minimum. Every team spend a $100 million minimum. And if nothing else, they will get uh, revenue sharing. From the richer teams, which will enable them to have the money, because the Dolans, they'd be out of business if they were forced they would be. every single year. That's not, you know, the people who call them cheap don't know baseball. Yeah. Uh, I used to be stupid like that, too, until I learned how much the revenues were. You cannot compete in a business where your revenues are one-third of your top four or five competitors. Right. Yankees, uh, L.A. teams, maybe even Chicago, over a billion dollars a year. Just slightly over a billion. The Indians are about three hundred, three hundred fifty million. $350 How on earth do you compete on, on an equal level with somebody with three times the revenues? Yeah. You, you can't the win. The answer is you can't, right. So there's they, the push for a salary cap. It could be a work stoppage, although I think with COVID that people on both sides, cooler heads will prevail, that uh, they just want to get back to some sort of normalcy, like we all do in our regular lives. Yeah, this has been hard. Um, what, what is
0: this? This I've never really heard of until this year because uh, there's a big push on the, the 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 minor leaguers or something. Your forty man roster it, with, with that, the you, people players can be taken by other teams. I guess we the, the the Indians have one or two of their players uh, from that. But, uh, You're
1: talking about the Rule 5. The Rule 5, That's yeah. That's been around
0: for 20, 30 years. So it may have been around for 25 years, but it's not something I, I really was that familiar with. Is it something mm-hmm. that that...
1: Well, it's, it's, I think it came about in an agreement with the Players Association that you cannot keep minor league players in the minors forever and ever. <laughs> and I, I'm, the variation of the rule is, I hope I'm getting this right, if you sign a player by the sixth year, he has to be on the 40-man roster And if he's not on the 40-man roster by, like, Thanksgiving of every year, in early December, they have a draft. And it's in inverse order, win-loss order. Uh, Your pool of players that are not protected on your off-season 40-player roster can be selected by any team. They they start with the worst team, then the next worst team from the previous season's win-loss record. They must keep that player on their major league roster the next season or offer him back to the team they drafted him from for half the drafting price, which I believe was 50000 So you have to offer him back for twenty five. Okay. And so uh, we have a player named Trevor Steffen. Okay. That we was a Rule 5 draft. He's a reliever. Throws nearly 100 miles an hour, right-hand reliever on the Indians, that we drafted from the Yankees, and we've had to keep him. Now, if he gets injured, goes on the disabled list, that's one thing. But if you... If you draft a rule uh, another team's player in the rule 5 draft in early December of every year, you have to hold him that entire next year on your active major league ro- roster. No, no, on your active major league roster. Oh, 20- I, I said that wrong. Okay. He has to be on your major league roster the entire next year. Wow. Then you can send him back if you want to the minors. Or offer him back for half the price. Now, or you can work out a trade sometimes. You know. And they will trade players or something. But that's basically it. And that's a very interesting well, but, thing that you but, should but say that because like the Indians there's, there's have more, more. Yeah, there's more talk about that this year than any other Well, year here's then. why. Uh, I, I did a special. I did some preparation, David. The following are the players, the Indians that are, have been six years. A lot of them signed at 17. So they're still 22-23. The Indians must protect on their 40-man roster or lose them. Infielder Tyler Freeman the number one position player in the minor leagues, according to Baseball America for the Indians. Brian Lavastita, uh, catcher. Uh, Cody Morris, uh, Rocio, who's a second, third baseman, who's fast as all get out, and uh, contact hitter. Uh, George Valera, outfielder, 40-45 home run power, great arm, cannon and right who could be up next year sometime Joey Castillo who came over in the uh, trade with San Diego along with Naylor and uh, and Hedges etc. Noel an infielder who played with the rubber ducks Palacos, I hope I'm saying that right and Connor Pinkington Pilkington that we got um, at the trade deadline this year a left-handed starter who Help the uh, Rubber Ducks get to the finals, and Will Benson, our number one draft choice from five six years ago, who just never worked out. But those first seven or eight, they don't want to lose. Freeman or La Vestida or Morris or Rosio or Glen or Valera, Cantillo, so, Noel, So they have et to be on the twenty-seven. And they have to be on the forty-man roster. forty-man oh, roster, okay. Before about Thanksgiving, or they're subject to be drafted. Okay. And they'll be gone because somebody will draft. But I—I I what, what does it mean for the players we have now? Well, I have my projected 2022 Guardians lineup. And for what it's worth, I have Hedges as catcher, Bradley at first, Owen Miller at second, Jose Ramirez at, sh- at third, Rosario at short. I don't know who's going to play left, probably some new player. Straw in center, Josh Naylor in right if he recovers in time, Reyes to the uh, D.H., Yu Chang will be the utility infielder, along with Clement. And uh, Henry Ramirez, the utility outfielder. And then the pitching staff's easy. Bieber, uh, Savali, so, so Lee gone? Squack. Huh? Zimmer's gone? Well, th- I'm getting to that. Okay. And the U bullpen will stay the same with Classe And Shaw hopefully will resign Karen Jack. Here's the question marks. This is the interesting part. I do not think they will resign uh, Ramirez. Unless this $100 million mandate. Is passed because then they'll get revenue sharing. Okay. Because he's he's in line at 33 to get four or five six million. Indians do not play pay anybody six million dollars to hit 170. I yeah. don't care how well they catch. Ramos is a utility player who Tori's ACL. He's out. Um, Nolan Jones will stay one more year. A lot will happen with Nolan Jones if they, he's the third baseman my trade. Um, he can't really play the outfield that well, so he'll be in the minors. The interesting ones, I don't expect Daniel Johnson to be back. Or Mercado or Zimmer. Um, because or Whitkin. Because I just don't think they're showing enough. Um, Zimmer hits a four hundred foot home run and then doesn't get another hit for three weeks. Yeah. The Indians' problem is hitting, not pitching. Right. And they just, just when do you say when? Logan Allen. Not Logan T. Allen with the rubber ducks, but Logan Allen, the right-hander. We got it in trade a couple of years ago. He's just been terrible. It's time for him to go to another organization. So a lot of them will be released uh, or subject to Rule 5 draft. And the sad thing about Mercado is he's almost 28. He's a good kid. He just, again, he'll get three or four hits, hits a home, hit a home run in a week and not get another hit for a month. Yeah, part of it is... They're, they had so many mixed lineups. A lot of the outfield doesn't play every game, right. and how to, hitting is a rhythm type thing. Right. It's like dancing. Yeah, you've got to get into a rhythm, and they're just none of them have been able to break through. Probably the saddest thing is Daniel Johnson. He has a great arm. He's power has power, but he's ne- never shown. Uh, a whole lot of success at the major league level. He could be one of those four A players. But, well, Too like, good for AAA, not good enough for the majors. That's what you've always called Bradley Zimmer. He's he's in Bradley Zimmer will be twenty nine next year. Wow. He was he's been hurt many significant injuries. Yes, and there's was other it because, players was it
0: because of like Grady Sizemore, he he played so hard
1: that he got hurt. Could be, and maybe that's it. Uh, Whitgren is the sad one, um, the reliever. Do you know his family, after he gave up uh, Grand Slam home run about a month ago, got death threats? What is it? They threatened to kill his family. Oh, man. His wife, and his newborn, and his, his other kid. What is about? That's our crazy-ass, excuse me, society. Yeah. Where if you don't like who wins an election, or you don't like a certain politician, maybe you don't like either one of them, both sides, or you don't like a player, or you don't like your neighbor, you kill him Or you sue Or him. you threaten him. Yeah. It's just... God help us, man. Uh, and when it gets to it, sports, well, Whitgren needs to go somewhere else, too, because he's, he, he's got to be under so much emotional pressure, too. These yeah. are athletes. These aren't machines. They're human beings, too. Yeah, They make a lot of money, and God bless them. They better make a lot of money. They have a career of four to five to six years, and then, you know, what are they going to do? Go work as a Walmart greeter the rest of their life? Yeah. They don't even have those anymore, do they? Yeah, anyway. I but I, I, I'm cautiously optimistic about the Indians because teams like Oakland and Tampa Bay have low, top bottom five payrolls. Yet Tampa Bay could be the best team in the in the American League.
0: And they have a lower payroll than Cleveland,
1: do they? They're not? doing what Cleveland does. Right. Their manager is an ex-Cleveland coach, and they're using the same formula developed from the pitching and middle infielders up the middle, and you can trade for hitters. You can trade for bullpen people. But get up the middle, infield, excuse me, and uh, uh, pitchers. And they believe a lot in throwing first strikes and throwing breaking balls and curves. In other words, don't just throw heat because any major league hitter can time a straight fastball. Make it move all over the place. And I, I believe the Indians have as good a shot as anybody else. Look at the Yankees, all the money they have. When was the last time they won a World Series? 15 years ago? Shows you how hard it is And they have unlimited funds So I'm cautiously optimistic About the Guardians My wife thinks the Indians were cursed And I I think she's silly about that But who knows Maybe the change to the name will help What do you think of the name change It doesn't bother me I think it was Oh God how do I say this Somebody I used to work with (laughs) Called me a racist (laughs) You've known me a long time Yes I am the least racist person Anybody I would agree all I said was, I don't know what the big deal is about the Indians, the name the Indians, not the Chief Wahoo thing. Yeah. And she said I was a racist. And I said, what? I said, well, all I said was, I don't know what the big deal is, but if they're going to change the name, they change the name. No big deal. I don't care. And I don't care.
0: Yeah. I just want them to win. I mean, there was one reason, one reason only that Wahoo stuck around as long as he
1: did. What did. Mm. He made money. It was a marketing thing. Sure. But I don't think anybody, unless I really, unless everything I've learned in seven decades of living is wrong, and it might be, I don't think they were deliberately trying to be racist. No. It wasn't, you know, it's the Cleveland uh, old white guy, fat fat belly hanging loser idiots. It was the Cleveland Indians. They, they weren't personally yeah. trying to insult a particular uh, ethnic group. It's just, and, and they've got to remember another thing. Life was very different 100 years ago. Go back and look at old Groucho Marx videos. Yeah. And some of the things he said, thought nothing of it. Oh my God, you wouldn't dare say any of that. You stuff would not. Today. Yeah. And I'm sure they didn't mean anything. That was just how people talked back then. So the, the name doesn't bother me one way or the other. I just want him to. Win. I'm just curious because we had
0: now uh, the conversations we've had and texts we've had. We've never talked about it, so yeah, it did not bother me one way or the other. I think it's much to be about nothing, but hey, the majority rules. The fact is, if they get out there and they they become competitive, nobody will care. People are are not going to care. It's going to take a long time before people drop the Indians. Hey, I still call it Jacobs Field, you know. <laughs>
1: And the arrows, so, the Akron arrows. Yeah,
0: and the Akron arrows. I always catch myself calling them the Akron arrows. They've been the Rubber Ducks for what five years now, His, close to that.
1: Hey, if, if you ever listen on six forty WHLO, they carry the Rubber Ducks games, and you hear the Jacksonville Tours and Bureau, they run regular commercials in the arrows game, They're Rubber Ducks. See, I just did it. You know why? <laughs> because Ken Babbie, the guy that owns the Rubber Ducks, also owns the Jacksonville Suns. I, I was wondering if he still held on to the. He other owns team. two double A teams. Okay. And that's where he gets to. I wonder if they have the, uh, the Greater Akron Convention Bureau on their radio games in Jacksonville. Do a little cross. Because we got Jacksonville, Florida, and Jacksonville Tourism Board on the Rubber Ducks games. So I'm sure that's a business relationship he's formed. Thank God we have a great owner yes. in, in in Babby with the Rubber Ducks. And what a blessing it is to have that in a small city like Akron. Yes. Beautiful ballpark. I
0: met him on many occasions and seen him at the ball games. And nice guy. He's just the same way... Air at the ball field as he is outside the ball field. And I, I, I know when he first came to town, and I, I'd met him a couple of times, and we were at an event, and mm-hmm. he was there. said, Hey, come here. I know you're busy, but come here a minute. And I, I introduced him to Phil Ferguson. I, Here's yeah. your news guy at WNIR. That's when he was just.
1: God, I worked in with Phil at two news stations.
0: And, yep. Uh, but he was just in charge of the news instead of the whole morning show like he is now. But, uh, uh, you know, it gave me the opportunity to introduce Ken Babby to, to, to Phil. And, help them both out a little bit, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I haven't been to a game in a couple of years, but I'll eventually end up getting down there. But I'm cautiously mm-hmm. optimistic. Hey, the Indians are, they have a great engine. That is their pitching. And all they need to do is, their defense is okay, but they need to add hitting. They could be a heck of a team if they got one or two more hitters. Imagine if Naylor's back, healthy, Josh Naylor, with Reyes and uh, Bobby Bradley and Jose. Think Is Bradley of the hitting. Still with the team, huh? Is Bradley still with the team? Bobby Bradley, yeah. Our first baseman, yeah.
0: Okay. Left-handed, the swinger. Oh, right-handed okay. I, I was thinking of the guy that was there before Bradley earned the spot and didn't get it, got sent down to AAA and did nothing there. Well, that
1: could have been Bradley Zimmer.
0: No, it was the other guy that we we traded him off or released him or something.
1: I don't remember. The, I, I remember uh, earlier in the season. Uh, well, Rosario left, the free agent. They, we traded him to Atlanta, and he's hitting like 230 there, too. But the Indians need hitting, in the, and they need outfielders, like at least one, maybe two. I mean, two.
0: it helps them with their pitching because they're – look how many Cy Youngs we've produced over the years.
1: Uh, the Indians are a pitching – they call it a pitching factory in, in the American National League. But, but that doesn't get you the hitting. But it doesn't matter if you can
0: have you all the pitch, hitting you want, you but have, if you don't have pitching, it's well, not going to win Well, that's true, but anyway. you can have the greatest pitching in the world. But if you can't hit the ball to get a run in... At you least are.
1: you have a chance. I hate low-scoring games. I like the 90s Indians. Oh okay, Well, yeah, you would. I mean, <laughs> But the bottom line is, if you don't have pitching, you can have all the hitting in the world. You ain't going anywhere. The Indians at least have the hard part, the pitching. And with enough minor leaguers that more than they have spots for, they can make a major trade. With significant minor league prospects, not just throw in players, and get the players who won't sign as free agents but you, via you, trade. But you so. mentioned the '90s. Wouldn't you say that was hitting heavy and pitching was more mediocre? The pitching wasn't as bad as people thought, but it just wasn't their time. It all oh, that's all I can. I've thought well, about it so I think many one times. of the best years we had was the
0: strike-shortened season. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's the year we would have gone all the way. I mean. We've got we've gotten we, we've been to the World Series twice to seven games and still
1: not been able to do it. It's a hard like I said, the Yankees have all the money in the world and they've done it once what, once in fifteen years? Something like that. Look yeah. how great the Dodgers they said they were gonna walk away and they're in what? They're fighting to have a wild card. Yeah. And they were the billion dollar team. So it's 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 tough being a baseball fan if the only thing that makes you happy is a World Series win and you have to you're right and you have to stick
0: with your team, not the players, because no matter what sport you have, the players are not going to be there
1: the The Indians are going to lose some names, uh, and many of them in this off season are because they're just mediocre players. they may be great human beings, you know, but the, the bottom line is you've got to have star players to win or star talent players. If that makes any sense. And they need help. If they can hit and they maintain health in their pitching staff, oh, the Indians could win it all. You think that the last few weeks really helped couple Ch- of years. Chang keep his position? Yeah. he A month ago he was on the outs. But he's, he can play infield and outfield. He hits like three fifty right right-handed uh, in the last two or three weeks. Um, and he's a good kid. He's from Taiwan. Okay. And he's he and his wife are active on social media. They just had a little baby. and uh, Much like uh, Whitgren, the pitcher. But Chang is 26, and he's got a lot of skills. I like Ernie Clement. Man, oh man, the, the, he's going to be one of our two utility players. That guy hits, but more than anything, he catches the darn ball. He's made some great plays. I've never seen a second baseman make before. Hmm. He can play second. He's naturally a shortstop. He can play second, short, third, first, and he has been in the outfield. But the pitching, it's, will, the Indians, the Guardians, will start and finish with pitching and slightly improved offense. They're not that far away. That's the frustrating thing. But I think they'll make it. But I, what I'm excited about now is the Cavs. Oh, Before we switch to the Cavs. Go ahead. We haven't talked about Frank Hunt. They say he's coming back. They say he doesn't want to retire. He's divorced. Um, I've never heard anything about his personal life. If he has a girlfriend, she better love sports. She better love baseball. <laughs> he, he rides a motor scooter. That is not a joke. He lives in a condo within about a half a mile of a progressive field. Uh, he's been at a couple of the games. Uh, I don't know whether it was his daughter or something on TV a couple of the games ago on Sunday. They showed it. He was up in a lodge with this woman, obviously too old to be his girlfriend. Or, again, I don't think he's married. He's not married. He's divorced. It could be his daughter. Obviously 20, 30 years younger than him. But baseball is his whole life. Yeah. And they say both surgeries, both on the foot and the other problem he had, probably saved his life. Okay. And that he intends to play and at least, uh, to manage at least another year. Because um, he loves the Indians. Well, you it, know what he likes about the Indians organization? What's that? No No BS. Okay. No politics, no BS. He could be in larger markets. He could go back to ESPN. He could do whatever the heck he wants to do. But he loves Antonetti, and the front office and the Dolans have been uh, the Jacobs, Dolans have been great Dolan. to him. Yeah. Excuse me, I'm going back too. Uh, and he said th- he only he said the real words because I heard him say it not on the air. He said there's no BS. Yeah. They tell you how they feel, what they're going to do, and you know where you stand. And he said, I'll, "I'll run through walls for people like that." And most players, of us would and too. And players
0: will run through walls for, for him.
1: him. He went. Bower, yeah. When
0: when Bauer got angry. Oh, that guy's he was, probably like,
1: ruined his career. And
0: he threw his the, the ball into the out into the stands. And Franco said, "What the f? Are you doing?" And he was just sitting there, pleading, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And that because he was, he was well, apologizing to. I mean. Dawes'
1: career might be over. Next
0: day he's going, yeah, about domestic violence. Is that what?
1: I don't want to get too deep into this, but apparently there are people, uh, and we've all heard of it, that when they have sex, they like being tied up and beat up and stuff like that. Okay, S and M. And his girlfriend. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm too straight for this world. <laughs> If it doesn't feel good or someone doesn't give me a smooch, I don't want to do it. But apparently they, that's what he was doing, and now the, he tried to leave the girl, and she's using that as an excuse, even though he was doing to her what she said she wanted. Yeah. Now I don't know if that's true, but that's what I've read. But he's ruined his career. He's an idiot. Yeah. Very talented, but uh, you can't have that sort of thing in the major leagues with little kids looking at, you know, looking for people that they believe in, you know, people they look up to. Yeah. Heck, I don't want to. What a bunch of freaks. I'm too straight for this. <laughs> this is not the way I have ever lived my life.
0: And he was another Cy Young war winner. No, yeah. we
1: didn't, he has a hell of a we, lot of talent. Didn't, He's just didn't, a
0: freak. We acquired him from, I think it was San Diego who got rid of him.
1: San probably, Diego
0: or, or, or Oh, did you
1: hear? San Diego is cleaning off their front office. General manager on down. Only the manager stays because of all the stupid trades they made. Okay. I hadn't heard that. I just read that on baseballrumors.com. Okay. MLBrumors.com. I've read that four, five, six days ago. They, the owner is just ticked. And I'm using the nice, clean word, folks. Yes. Rather than peed. Uh, he said, for <laughs> the, the, the four or five years, the, they, gave, they got Cloviger and Greg Allen for like six major league, five major league players and a prospect that is still in the Indians organization. And Clevenger, Greg Allen was spun to the Yankees, and he's been in the miters since, the outfielder, nice guy. And Clevenger's been hurt for two years. It may never be the same. So the owner just got tired of it. He said, you make bad trade judgments, we can't keep you. I'm sure the Browns have gone through stuff like that, too. And Cody Allen's on the clock uh, uh, with the Cavs, which a lot of it I believe is not his fault. But we can get into that when we talk about the Cavs. All right, we can switch to
0: Cavs here. Uh, I guess the big question is, is there any reason to
1: watch the Cavs this year? If you like basketball and you like young players, I think the Cavs are going to be very interesting. Are they going to win a championship? Oh, my God, no.
0: You are cannot you, look at a guy are they, like LeBron James. Are they, are they even going to sniff a
1: playoff? They could get close. I've, out of 82 games, they won 22 last year. If they won 32, 35, I'd be thrilled because that shows progress. And you love basketball. Eh? Uh, baseball used to be my favorite sport, and now I'm about even. I like the quickness of basketball. It's fast. Uh, think about this. Much like the Indians, Cleveland is not a spot, a garden spot for free agents. Right. If you can make $40 million <clears throat> in L.A. or $40 million in Cleveland, where would you rather be if your goal is to get endorsements and be on a national stage? It would definitely be in, in L.A. Where so how do you build and get a superstar? You're stuck with trades, and no one's going to trade you a superstar. If you do, they'll just demand to be traded Yeah. And or develop them through the draft. And that's roll of the dice. Sometimes you luck out, sometimes you don't. It's very hard to get mad at Altman, the general manager of the Cavs, for his selections, because who better that year than O'Carroll A lot of the people drafted after him aren't even in the NBA. They said O'Carroll, well, you could have drafted a star. Well, the Cavs drafted fifth the year O'Car- O'Carroll a couple years ago was drafted. Yeah, the big tour. There were only two or three stars and, and, in the draft in any kind of draft. There's players, luck of the draw.
0: There's players that will excel, and they may be, be further down the line. You you never know. You know how many how many. Have, how many top 20 NFL picks are out of football in two years?
1: You know, Same you, thing, but people don't remember yeah. that. All they think of is, well, you can offer them the money. Well, you can offer them the money, but if they won't take it, what are you right. going to do? So you have to build through the draft, and that's a crapshoot. That's a luck of the draw. I personally think this guy they have, uh, Mobley, if he gains some weight particularly, could be an all-star, and I'm not the only one that believes that. Uh, Kevin Love, they're stuck with well, Kevin yeah, Love. What about
0: Love? Is there well, anything? they're stuck. No, no nobody no, wants I mean, him.
1: they can't trade him. Are they just going to cut the loss sometime? No. Why? They might as well put him on the bench and play. Uh, well, that's what they did with, with, who Who was it that we had that we... The center. The, 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 but he know, was gone.
0: That we, he, but we, we, we had him all year long. Before. Kevin Love is not a bad
1: season. guy. He's just injury prone. And they signed him to a bad contract. That's probably the one thing that Alman did that was bad. But let's look at it this way.
0: Well, when The LeBron owner, Gilbert, approved when the LeBron trade. LeBron left, everybody else was gone.
1: This is something very important to remember. LeBron James was here. We were talking about this. I can't remember if it was 11 total years or 13. One championship. 16. Came back 3-0. Had never been happened before. Wonderful. If Kyrie hadn't hit that 3 late, J.R. Smith did something too. And LeBron with that defensive the block, block. Yeah. they wouldn't have won the championship. So people like to bitch and moan and complain, forgive me, about the Cavs. LeBron, the, the greatest player of our generation in the NBA, 11 years, One championship, and they barely won that. What does that tell you? How doggone hard it is to win a championship. Yeah. And when you're in a, a market like Cleveland, where it's not a romantic big media capital, you can't sign free agents because they won't come here. It's not about money.
0: Well, even LeBron found a hard time enticing big names to come here.
1: He tried, and it's not the people didn't like him. And you know, Dan Gilbert is worth something like eighty million dollars. Did you know that? Eighty million or billion? No, it's not. No. Eighty billion. Okay. Maybe it's more than that. It could be two or three, eight billion. Maybe that's what. Eight
0: it billion. Is. Okay. Yeah. He's okay. the
1: wealthiest team owner of any of the three major league sports. He, baseball, know, basketball, and football. He could afford to pay somebody. He, he would. He, and he could afford to. And uh, there's uh, no salary cap in baseball in basketball. Right. But if they don't want to come, say you're making $20 million, which to us is ridiculous, and you're a bench player with the Knicks. You can earn $50 million in endorsements for car dealers, restaurants, et cetera. The real money from star major, uh, free agents in any sport is not the salary with the team, it's what they get for advertising endorsements. Yeah. Who are you going to get more money? If you play in Cleveland, or you play in L.A., or New York. Even Chicago is dwarfed by L.A., the two coast. That's just the reality but of sports. Chicago is still the third largest town in this But country. it's not a big media center. Used to be, but The two yeah, coasts. It isn't anymore, yeah. But... Uh, we have we have Garland, uh, probably the most improved player on the team, the point guard. Then uh, Sexton, whom they thought about trading. I think they're going to keep him another year and see what happens. Okoro is going to be our shooting guard. I'm sorry, small forward. Mobley, I just read, will start the rookie at, at Kevin Love's old position, power forward, with with Allen at center. And first off the bench, Rubio, uh, Osmond. Uh, this marketing kid, the seven-footer they got from uh, um, Chicago, uh, Love will be way at the end of the match. I He won't discuss a buyout. I've read four or five different media reports. They have not had buy discussion because when Cleveland calls his agent, we want to talk buyout. Love says no. Trade me or I'll play me. You
0: can't trade that contract
1: nobody wants him not, not with because the, of his injury history not because right, of anything else right right when he's healthy he's a doggone decent player even yeah. for a 33 year old but he's hurt all the time what are you gonna do so hopefully so
0: buy out he could go wherever he wanted
1: but he didn't want to buy out I don't know why I have no idea and that no he doesn't said. think anybody
0: will sign him well they think he's hurt yeah that's what i'm saying he doesn't think
1: anybody will sign him and why why cut him and get nothing for him there's no upside to that cuz you still have to pay and you that's still on the cap. So, I, I
0: didn't realize if we cut him that I knew you started to pay him, but I didn't know what if it, would so still, if it would That's so I understand. Unless I'm cap. wrong. No, I I'm not saying I just didn't know. Didn't
1: but know. the Cavs probably are better now than they've been since LeBron left. And incremental changes. If they get 10-20% better in wins, more importantly, what would if they're healthy. For, what would it take for Kobe Allen to or Kobe Alvin just keep his job. Win another eight or ten games. Just another ten games is all it will take. I believe that. Okay. Because, again, how do you judge him? Wins and losses. How do you build the team to get a winning team? Through the draft. The draft is a crapshoot. When the owner will offer any player out there, any star, all the money in the world, even more than L.A. and Chicago and they won't take it, or L.A., what are you going to do? Put a gun to their head? You know, so the only way you can get star players is either trade for them, and again, you trade for a star player. Then what does he start doing? Complaining and wanting to be traded. So you build through the draft, and that takes three, or four years. It uh, takes it's, time. It's like growing vegetables. You yeah. know, you you don't get fresh tomatoes just on your kitchen table after a week in the garden. It takes time, yeah. and nobody likes it, but that's the way it is. Speaking of the owner, we've heard
0: relatively nothing, to nothing actually, from him. Since so that's a stroke.
1: Now, like I've said to you, I had a very mild stroke two years ago. Freaked me out. I've never knocked on wood, ever been sick a day in my life. I said when he, Tim but knocked he on But he had a serious knocked. type. By the way, when Tim knocked on wood, he knocked down his head. I just wanted everybody to know. No, that. I did. we knocking on your head yeah. there. There is wood in there. <laughs> Mine, I was thank God coming through before I even got to the hospital. I was coming out of it. And uh, just freaked me out. But his was the serious type. I had no neurological damage. Thank God at all. He had a lot. He could barely talk. Uh, there's a guy that owns a talk radio station in Kent, co-owner that got into a very serious car accident and almost died. Billy Klaus. At okay. The Kent talk station. Right. He had a very serious physical problem. Some drunk hitting. What are you going to do? Yeah. And he could barely walk in a wheelchair for a couple of years. Thank God alive. He's okay now, but stuff happens in life. Um, that's I, I. think Dan Gilbert would like to pass this along, but his son, you know, the one who wore the bow tie a couple of right, years ago, right. is a little too young. He's still in high school, and he has another son in his thirties and forties. I don't know whether that son has the interest in the sport. So Gilbert is kind of in between. Um, I had a, a client that owned a big furniture store in downtown Akron who's uh closed it went out of business and david sokol is now god bless his soul passed away but he closed the store because his kids were interested in show business and his daughter in interior design that she didn't want to run a furniture store dan gilbert's kids don't want to aren't interested in basketball well, i think it's not a lot like life i think, think that's
0: what happened up here in donzel you know uh uh the third generation just didn't want to do
1: that. I have another friend that owns a, a nursery. I won't say where, but I've known him a long time, worked with him at the station. And he's a beautiful place. And he has the same thing. He said, you can go to any grocery store and buy plants and flowers. And he said, my kids don't want to run it. Yeah. And he's probably got a 3 or $4 million business. He said, I can't sell it to anybody. Because the business, per se, is worth more than the property is worth more than the business. Yeah. But that's, I'm not saying anything out of school. This is happening with all kinds of different businesses. This is as as we get more tied to the Internet and automation, this is changing our lives. And it's changing the places people go to work, including sports, and changing the way people do work, including sports and promoting sports. And the same as businesses promote themselves. It's a different world it's a very different world i think the internet good bad love it or hate it however you feel has had more of a profound effect excuse me on the lives of everyday americans and people all around the world than anything in our lifetime and yeah. it's just we can be mad about it and wish it was 1960 again but it ain't gonna be no so adapt adapt to the technology and use it to fit into your life yeah and uh, that's my word of wisdom i'll take my come down off the pulpit now
0: all right. Well, anything else you want to
1: cover between Cavs and Indians? Not about sports. I just I'm looking forward to the Cavs. Their season starts, I think, the third week of October. Uh, again, I'm not a football fan, but I'm I'm very happy for the Browns' success. Uh, Akron, you got kind of embarrassed by Ohio State. I don't know why on earth they had those two teams playing. That's well, silly. It,
0: well, it makes a lot of money for Akron. U. How's that? Yeah. But Kent does the same thing. I mean, all, I think all the Mac schools do. They play a big team. They go there, play a big team, and they get, get a nice big paycheck out. for the program.
1: Yeah, well, that's so, good. And yeah. another thing, uh, and with the one thing that has nothing to do with sports, I'm thrilled that trade schools are starting to come back. Yes. Akron U used to have C&T, Community and Technical College, up to 20 years ago. Akron U made the foolish decision to get rid of it because they wanted four-year degrees and more. Where would Akron U be? There would be probably no Stark Tech if it wasn't for Akron U dumping the community in tech okay. C&T College, plumbers, HVAC, et cetera, carpenters in training. Uh, if you have a young person, maybe a grandchild, well, my, my grandson on my wife's side, uh, my step-grandson, graduated from Wadsworth High School with a near four-point average two years ago. For sure thought he was going to Ohio U or Ohio State, majoring in business, smart kid. Went to Stark Tech, got a welding degree in a year. He has a $75,000 a year job.
0: And I'd probably get better.
1: <laughs> in Medina. Yeah. They were after him before he even graduated. Yeah. Because he's good with his hands. Smart kid. Could he have gone to a four-year college? Yeah. But he said, I'd have 8800000 grand in college debt and no jobs. You yeah. Gotta, my whole point is you've got to adapt to the changes in our world. Yeah. And it's digital, Internet. Rather than be mad about it, adjust to it, adapt to it make it work for you. Well, you do? You use yeah. computers all the time. I do too in the way I earn money. Yep. And it's foreign to us cuz we grew up in a different world but there were no computers. That growing up, I was in high school before they had Remember ten encyclopedias?
0: Handheld calculators, you know, Texas which were outlawed in the in, in the school.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah we, human beings uh, survive because we adapt. Yes. We learn to adapt. Right. And there's a lot of older people in particular They'd want to complain and moan and groan. And all you do is get yourself all upset and it's not going to change anything. Yeah. Change with the times. Uh, this, I'm on social media because I have clients that do social media, business clients. Uh, but I don't live on it night and day. Use it and use the technology in the way you want to use it. You don't have to hang on there night and day like a party line. Uh, yeah. A lot of good opportunities. For average people to have businesses, to have contact. I can listen to a BBC News broadcast on my cell phone, sitting at home yeah. in Akron, anytime, 24-7. Isn't yeah. that wonderful? Yes, Rather than be mad about it,
0: use it and, yeah. uh, and uh, to make as, your life better. And, and as much as bad things do sometimes come from it, from people trying to use it to extort money from other people, the fact is there's so many good things about yeah. it that it uh, uh, it just... It's amazing. Even my mother, who's in her 80s who had no interest in computers, is now trying to learn more about it because she's starting I've got her involved in some online banking and some mm-hmm. some things like that that and Zoom. Does she, does she live she in the, the area? Hmm? Yes, yeah.
1: Does she, does she have any out-of-town grandkids that she can She's got FaceTime, et cetera? Uh, she's she's doing it with, with my brother who's in in uh Kentucky.
0: Yeah. So we do that every week. Isn't that week. nice? yes uh, you know so there are so many good things and I did some research for her that she looked all week for and I came up with a, the answer for her in two minutes just by yep. going to my phone and do, blah, blah, well, my
1: wife's never technical. been on a computer in her life she thinks of the devil yeah and I said okay my mother did but she's
0: coming around so yeah. my mother's 81
1: so god bless her <laughs> Yeah. So, and here's to all your listeners. I don't know where they are, whether they're in Akron or Canton or Mansfield or wherever, but uh, hey, live the best life you can. And Hey, one thing that COVID has taught me, David, uh, I'm somewhat of a hermit anyway, a little bit like my brother. I don't go out a lot, but it's really made me appreciate the things in life I love the most, other than your health. And you've mm-hmm. got to have a certain amount of money to survive. But other than that, family, friends, pets, and my home. Yeah. And if you're reasonably healthy... Uh, there's always someone that has life a lot worse than you do. And be grateful for what you have. And show gratitude. And be calm. Don't let these TV news channels get you, whichever side of the boat you're on, don't let them get you all worked up. Yeah. Because the only thing we can really affect is our own life, not what they do in Washington, D.C. Right. Uh, Just be grateful, be happy. And I'll tell you, it's a lot nicer way to live. Yeah. I think. Well, Tim, thanks for coming in. I and, and hope I added something that didn't make anybody mad. <laughs> I'm not
0: trying to. Well, that's okay. Uh, we're going to take a, a, a short break here, then we're going to talk a short bit about the Browns, uh, and because uh, that's all the time we're going to have left for today. So, uh, again, thanks, Tim, for being here. And uh, Glad to be here. Thanks for joining us. Have a good fall, everybody. And we thank Tim for being with us today. Let's uh I have a couple of minutes, at least, to talk about the uh, the Browns. And uh, is Chicago Bears, are they the, the, the biggest team, best team? No, they're not. But they're a very good and the best defensive team we've come up against this year, even better than the Kansas City Chiefs. And we, uh, and Kansas City Chiefs, by the way, went down yesterday too. So it's, um interesting to see, uh, how well we did. And not only did our defense, uh, our, I mean, let's face it, after week one, crazy people were already calling for Joe Wood's head. Now he's been here, what, uh, two years? This is only his second year. And, and he has eight rookies on his defense, starters well, everybody got together. Well, maybe not eight because eight players who never played with, you know, starters that were not on this team last year. So they, they really didn't get a chance to know each other and, and gel together and know how each other plays so they can help complement each other and yet do their own job. And, and yet we kept them to, I'm thinking it was, what, 54 yards of uh, uh, 47, 47 yards, single game franchise record, had the fewest net yards, 47, and the net passing yards allowed one. Now, they had a few more yards than that, but we had nine sacks, and you can lose some pretty good grounds by sacks, because we got, uh, Baker got hit, what, five times himself. Um, we, we know how that can knock you back in yardage, but they, they had a total of 47 net yards, and a one net yard passing. Um, now, yeah, they had a rookie quarterback. He came out, uh, he was uh, uh, out of Ohio State. Generally, I helped root for a guy like that. I wasn't really rooting for him this time. I was not rooting against him, but I wasn't rooting for him. And, uh, Miles Garrett had a record day for him as he tied with four and a half sacks. And, uh, uh, good for him. Finally getting back into the mode. He has not been the same player since he had the COVID. And this is the first time he really showed a bit of his old spark. And so that was good to see. The defense was great to see. Uh, even though Baker Mayfield struggled in the first half, he did not have an interception. So <clears throat> it just, it shows you how much Baker Mayfield has matured. And then in the second half, a lot of it was designated, although we had some passes and such, a lot of it was designated by the run. And Kareem Hunt, of course, you know, when you have the two-headed monster of Hunt and Chubb, uh, it just, it does so much to take away from them, And you wear your other teams down, and especially if they're not the top-tier teams. And Chicago may be a playoff team this year. It's hard to tell, but they may be. But... Um it's going to be interesting. Next week we we play the Vikings. And I don't remember, do we play it here? No, Cleveland's at Minnesota. So it should be a very, very interesting and a tough game. Minnesota came off with a win uh on uh, Sunday. And uh, the Steelers got beat by the Bengals. And they were beat pretty soundly by the Bengals. And the Bengals weren't expected to really do anything again this year. So it's really interesting to see what's happening. The, uh, uh Ravens pulled out a close one by a team that hasn't won a game yet this year, and actually uh, by a lot of fans, if they had uh, played the clock right, the officials had played the clock right personally, they wouldn't have got it, and they got it by a, a 62-yard field goal where it hit the upright, jumped up, and then fell on the proper side for it to count as a field goal. So essentially as time was wearing out, so did that game. So we, we definitely have a competitive division here. And uh, we've got some competitive teams here, and uh, we are competitive. Uh, this is the Stefanski and Mayfield era. What they're waiting for, for an extension on Baker Mayfield, I think they're just waiting to make sure he's going to be able to, to move this team. Well, the longer they wait, I think the more it's going to cost them. And that's what Baker, field, May, ba- Baker Mayfield feels as well, I'm sure. You know what? I'm going to prove myself, and you're just going to be paying me more than you would have paid me at the beginning of the season. And, uh, hey, more for him that way. I, I don't care. As long as he continues to lead this team the way he does, and we can continue to move the ball, and we can continue to score, and our defense, yeah, I'm not going to expect the, the nine sacks out of every game, but when we come up against a team where we should have, uh, a good defense, good, solid defense where we get at least four or five sacks and and, and make that quarterback saying, what day is that? That's what we need to do, and uh, hopefully that's what we're turning into here. And so, with that, that's about all the time we have for today's sports sidebar. Captain Bill will be back next week, and uh, we'll have a, a whole new perspective on what's going on. We'll have a little bit more time to look over the the games and things like that. So, We'll be back next week with more Sports Sidebar.